Hello and welcome back to Going Inward with Brandy Vezina. Tanche. Today is National Day for Truth and Reconciliation. So those of you who listen to my podcast, I do strongly suggest that you learn more about what truth and reconciliation are. So I'm coming to you in a good way. I just smudged. I just prayed for the words to share this podcast about learning about emotional regulation. So I'm going to say what I like to say about my journey inward over the last 10 years. So at this time, 10 years ago, I was not quite sober. I wanted to be sober, but I still wasn't willing to make some necessary changes because I didn't necessarily know how, and I wasn't quite ready to give up some of the things that I was still doing at that time. So over the last 10 years... What was most important for me was, first of all, learning from people who were on the other side of what I was still struggling with in terms of my addiction. So for me, it's not for everybody, but for me, AA was the turning point in my life when everything really started to change. And I can say without recovery, I probably wouldn't be alive today. And I certainly wouldn't have the peace that I've learned to have through recovery, inner work, therapy, all of it. But I will say that what was a major game changer in my life was really, really delving into spirituality because that was not a part of my life that I was ready to embrace or that I knew how to embrace. So that changed along with getting into some really good therapy, having a really great counselor, getting into some PTSD therapy and also really, really starting to learn how to love myself. And it's taken darn near 10 years, almost 10 years to learn how to hold and have and name and express my emotions. So what is emotional regulation? Emotional regulation is becoming aware of what you're feeling inside of you. When you're on the verge of overwhelm, when you're at that point when you're about to drop or you're going to outburst in frustration, it's having the understanding of what you're feeling and what you're going through. That, you know, connection to your nervous system. When something intuitively does not feel good, you have, first of all, You have that connection to your intuition, which I never would have had without sobriety, without learning to listen to my intuition, whether it was in prayer or meditation, but then tuning into my nervous system. Who do I feel safe around? What people, places and things do I feel comfortable? You know, as somebody who in childhood, I would definitely say I had very avoidant attachment styles. I had to learn to be able to trust other people because I didn't have a lot of trust in many people, to be honest. And, you know, unfortunately, it took it took time to set boundaries, even in recovery. I will say I got into a relationship that was so unhealthy, but I wasn't telling anybody about what was going on and walk away. I said I thought I could handle it, thinking I could change him. So because in my childhood, 
I was always looking to validate the adults around me and I was disconnected from myself. That's part of childhood trauma is that disconnection to your, to your own self. I still was a chronic people pleaser and I didn't have a sense of self that has taken time. So if you're in day one of your recovery or you're wanting something better for yourself, you just have to know that it takes time. And you make mistakes along the way and you learn from them and you get better at identifying what is good for you and what isn't healthy for you. So tuning into your nervous system when you're starting to feel that level of anxiety or you feel something's off when you're around certain people, I can say, um, I'm thinking about seriously on TikTok doing like uh, Auntie Brandy's dating stories because (laughs) I was at one of my girlfriends last night and her beautiful little 15-year-old daughter came out and I was telling her, she was telling me she was in a play um, and she was singing Gaston from um, the musical Beauty and the Beast. And I was like, you know what? And she's like, he was like a walking red flag and I was like, you're 15 years old and that's amazing that you acknowledge that and understand that. So the healing work that we are all doing that is on social media that people are becoming more aware of, it's life altering. It's changing generations of people and we're going to get there. It's going to take, in my opinion, according to John Trudell and some of my favorite thinkers, it's probably going to take five or six generations to get to where we need to be in terms of emotional intelligence and emotional competence. But just becoming aware that, you know, Throughout all of my dating experiences, I always could feel that something was off. And for many, many years, I would deny it. I would go against my own intuition. And in the end, it didn't end up good. So I did say in 2022, my whole mantra, my mantra of 2022 is reciprocity. To be able to love and be loved and accept love and give love. But people cannot give what they do not have. And they can only love to the extent that they love themselves. So then it becomes our job and the the work of our lifetime to learn to connect to our nervous system. When something genuinely in our living being, our intuition that was gifted to us, just like our intelligence, to be able to acknowledge when something does not feel safe, when it feels, when you feel that there's something that energetically is just not jiving, you have to honor that because your nervous system picks up on cues. It picks up on energy. It doesn't listen to words. It doesn't feel, you know, it doesn't lean into somebody who's not being honest with you. Your nervous system is there to protect you and keep you safe and you can feel it. So learning to emotionally regulate is learning to name what you're feeling, to acknowledge emotional granularity. What is it that I'm actually feeling in my body right now? What does my body need? You know, unfortunately, I put myself out there and um, I opened my heart in a good way. To a friend of mine who uh, we were friends for a really, really long time. And my best friend, I can just... um, Kelsey passed away this past year. And um, 
I remember years ago, like I'm talking like 15 years ago, we were going to a wedding and this fella that I was dating, it just, he wasn't able to come and it was, it was disappointing. And my best friend looked at me and I think we were in Safeway and she said, Brandy, another man has disappointed you. And I just think about my best friend. But yes, I'm very disappointed right now. But does that mean that I fall into the patterns that I fell into within my life? Of seeking external validation by, you know, talking to other men or leading them on even though I had no interest in them and putting my worth outside of myself yet again? No. What I've been doing to emotionally regulate is leaning back into the things that build me, that build my spirit, that don't break me down. So consistently going to AA, getting my ass back to the gym. Um, going to the gym is something that it just like, it's a distressor for me and it helps me get my endorphins. It makes me feel strong. And I will be, I'm very proud to say, I'm down just about 10 pounds and my body looks stronger. It feels stronger. I feel stronger. I feel that going to the gym is just a really good habit because I mean, like you, I have a lot of responsibility and if I'm not taking care of myself, then illness comes, um, mental illness for me, especially that's when I fall into depression and anxiety, but I'm doing the things that I, that I know that help me emotionally regulate, that keep me content, that give me those moments of peace, you know, um, regulating through eating at home, cooking, cooking and being present in the moment, buying a variety of fresh, beautiful vegetables and fruits and preparing nice, healthy meals, batch cooking, being prepared because I am eating a lot less than what I was because I was using food to cope, which was an old coping mechanism that is outdated for me and wasn't bringing up the best. But taking time to cook meals and have things prepared for when I get home. When I'm on the go, I have water and snacks. And that helps me emotionally regulate. It helps me stay connected to my nervous system in a good way that it doesn't, I don't get overwhelmed and fall into, you know, depression which is very it can happen if I'm not taking care of myself so I want you to start to think about what are the things that you do to help you cope with your stressors that keep your nervous system in balance where you don't feel that sense of like (gasps) anxiousness and you know frustration what do you do I want you to think about that now ladies I have a master class coming in October it's going to be a basics about emotional regulation we're going to take this conversation deeper and those of you who follow me on instagram you want to be part of my going inward community ladies i got you but definitely what are the things that you do to help yourself self-soothe and relax riding a bike journaling listening to music meditating that's for you to know how you connect to your nervous system When you're in that sense of fight, flight, panic, or collapse, what do you do to bring yourself back into balance? Because that is what emotional regulation is all about, balance. 
Now, when I was drinking, there was no manageability in my life. I hung out with people I didn't even like on a daily basis because I was so scared of my own company. I was scared to be quiet and sit still because I was so disconnected from myself from all of the levels of trauma that I had experienced. But now, anything that takes away my peace is not for me. And I've had to learn to set boundaries with people, places and things and go amongst people and go to places that I feel safe, that I feel in balance. I don't feel that sense of dread. I do not feel that sense of like anticipatory that I don't want to be in the situation. But that's what balance comes from when you learn to emotionally regulate. Now, I've discussed about the zones of regulation. It seems really elementary, but on average, like Brene Brown says, we can name three emotions, mad, sad, happy, where there are about 88 different emotions that we could name at any given time, but we just don't have the language yet. And that's what I mean. Five or six generations from now, this will be common language. This will be understanding of, oh, I need to slow down um, because I've been pushing myself too hard and I probably need a snack. And maybe I just need a half an hour or half an evening to watch some TV and just do the things that I want to do because I'm worth it. I'm worthy of my own time. My nervous system needs this de-stressors. It needs this sense of calm because I'm not meant in this capitalistic society to constantly be on go and constantly be pushing myself for what? To compare to somebody else? To keep up with the Joneses? To perpetuate the cycle of unfortunate like greed and buying and needing and putting our worth outside of ourselves it's not real and I want to be able to at the end of my life live a life that is authentic now I'm doing some generational work within my own family that I want to be who I am love who I want to love do the things that I want to do because when I look back at the end of my life I want to say I had the courage to live a life that brought me peace and I did it. I did it for me, I didn't do it for anybody else. So yes, there are four different zones that we could be in at any given time. There's the blue zone, which is very much tired, depressed, sad, just kind of not feeling so great. The green zone where you're peaceful, you're content, you're pretty chill, you're happy, things are going, they're rocking. The yellow zone is where like you're getting super maybe like excited or you're getting overwhelmed, you're frustrated, you're like on the verge. And then there's the red zone. That's when you flip your lid, you blow your top and you're not rational. It usually takes about 20 minutes to emotionally regulate back into a sense of quiet and a little bit more calm. But in those moments, that is not when you want to be even with your children, speaking to them, um, talking, telling them what to do, asking your partner what's wrong in those moments, you just zip it and you stay close to them and you let them come back. You let them within themselves self-soothe to the point that they're able to communicate because that's also a point of emotional regulation. If you do not know how to emotionally regulate, you're emotionally immature and that sucks. And that sucks to go around and create collateral damage wherever you go 
with the people that you interact with in your workplace, your family, your home, your community, your gas station, driving, any of it, that's where we're at as a society. I would say probably upwards of 95% of our population are so disconnected from their emotions that how can we have a functioning, healthy, well-adjusted society when most people have not even learned to cope with having feelings or when they feel overwhelmed and upset or they just, they just don't know how to handle it. And I can tell you without sobriety, there is no way in this world I would be able to have this conversation because by putting the plug in the jug and stopping doing the things that I was doing, I now have to feel these feelings. And I mean, I've still over the last 10 years used relationships. I've used food. I've used all sorts of things, shopping. Um, I've used different things to avoid my feelings, but I'm getting a lot better at being able to sit in them on holding space and leaning into my support system when I talk about the things that I used to not talk about and they festered under the surface. So I send you so much love. I appreciate each and every single one of you. Gasoline is doing well. Um, I'm proud of it. And I'm proud of myself for not falling back into an on-again, off-again relationship. I just, I just refuse. That part of me is done. That part of my story is done. It's a hard pill to swallow. Like Plundered My Soul, one of my favorite songs says. It's a hard pill to swallow. It's a hard act to follow. You know? You'll be tough. You'll be tough to replace. But I'm thankful for the opportunity to know what I want and to stick by my word, which is most important, because as soon as I lose respect for myself, that's when the wheels fall off. And I said 2022 is all about reciprocity. I send you love. I say please listen on Spotify to and share gasoline. I thank you. I love you. And ladies, Going Inward Deep Dive is launching on October 10th. You can still make 2022 the best year of your life. I love you and thanks for listening. Bye.